0: This, I
1: love this place. This is great. Beautiful. So so where do you want to go with this,
0: Blake? I wanted to ask you, actually. So, I don't know. To me, it's kind of funny. I'm getting a radio guy on the podcast. So I yeah. wanted to ask you about radio. And I want to ask mm-hmm. you, it's 2018, and yeah. podcasts are really taking off now. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest challenge ahead for radio, you think?
1: Well, first of all, podcasts were popular about four or five years ago, and then they just kind of petered out. Yeah, and now that you're right, they've become very, very popular again because uh, communicating uh, has changed a little bit, radio, uh, digital uh, communication. So your question is, what are the challenges ahead for radio?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, here are the differences I see. So podcasts, you know, they might do some ads, but there's no commercial breaks. There's no 10 minutes of whatever. Hmm. And podcasts aren't censored. You know, if I want to say f-bomb whatever i could do it you guys have fcc to say hey can't do that can't say that whatever yeah i feel like that's and another we have,
1: and we have community standards even more importantly than the fcc is we have community standards and and we want to uh well we want to be listenable you know and for me and for my radio partner we want to be listened listened to and listenable uh in, in in car radio and that's really where people are listening to radio they listen to radio in the cars in their cars. There's not a lot of at-home listening unless you have something very, very special to offer. And podcasts have something special to offer too. So um, uh, in terms of challenge, it's just being like ahead of the curve. It's just being on the cutting edge. It's being, for us, I mean, you can put together Radio can put together a music box. I mean, you can do Pandora. You can do Sirius XM satellite radio with no commercials. But basically what you're doing for the most part is you're putting together a, a distant a distant medium which does not really connect on a local level. And The most successful radio stations in America are the ones that connect locally. And they're not doing that through music so much. Music's part of it. But they're doing doing it by reflecting their community, being in your face, leading the community, being on the streets. If radio stations want to make it, morning shows want to make it, they have to have good street cred. They have to be on the street and in people's faces and doing good things for their community, doing good things for people, being uh, a part of their community, a reflection. So when a fire comes along, You're first on the scene. You're there to tell people, you got to evacuate. you got to get out now. When there's a big wreck on the highway, you've got to be there for them, live. Not pre-recorded, but live. It's got to be live. It's got to be up to the minute, up to the second. You've got to tell people, hey, there's a wreck ahead. What did you just do for somebody? You told them to take an alternate route, and you made their day a little bit better. That's what radio has got to be if radio stations are going to survive. They've got to be local. You know, they got to touch people and you got to remember that people want to touch you back sometimes too in a lot of ways they want to become your friends and you can never ever take any of that for granted how's that for an answer
0: that's a great answer yeah. I mean because you guys seem like the number one people that do that and mm. I mean it, it just my thing is I just don't know where radio goes from here I mean because and you guys do like you said the local stuff when you know I mean and and you're really passionate about it when we're at kia or whatever you right. know and i talked to you about radio that, that's something that you really try to hammer home is like i like doing that part of it i like mm-hmm. you know like you said the music i mean you even told me one time the music's almost none of it for you guys it's Well, for all about- us,
1: for us it's not no because the music is so bland uh right now <laughs> it is i mean it's i mean not that it's not good music but we play the same dang seven songs over and over in the morning you know we're all about communicating with our voices and and I think that's what I always wanted to do, and I've been lucky enough to live the dream, and I'm going to continue to live that dream, which is uh, communication. But you know, the other thing is, you got to be on top of things like social media. If you're not in touch with social media, if you don't have some pretty active pages running, then you're not you're not connecting to people because people want to connect on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on uh, you know, on any other social flat platform you can think of. You got to be with them on that. And you got to hit them with a message when you're on the air live, where they won't tune out. They're not. They're going to be compelled to stay in the car and listen. Some of the best radio, I think, that we do is when we're we're on a topic, and 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 I, I'm picturing somebody pulling into the parking lot at eight o'clock. They got to be at work. But what we're doing, perhaps, is more interesting. Maybe it's funnier. Maybe it's going in a direction that people don't. You got to surprise them. You got to hit them over the head sometimes, where they're. They're late for work. And if I can make, a li- make you late for work every once in a while, might make you sit in that car and listen to the last few things we've got to say before the 8 o'clock news, and that's just an example, then, then we're doing our job. We're keeping your attention. It's hard to keep people's attention you know that's very average yeah. attention span now if you don't hit somebody in the in the first you know two three four seconds they're gone just like being surfing just like being on the internet just like looking up something not googling something if you don't get that page to load within a couple of seconds what about you what do you do when the page won't load are you gonna sit there and wait for it to load or are you gonna go to something
0: else I say fuck it I'm going to something else yeah. <laughs> that's uh, what, absolutely yeah yeah. I feel yeah. like as a majority of people now everyone's mm-hmm. attention spans are so Sure, and that and it's made radio change, you know, and and now podcasts are here, and it's made even music change. Music isn't. I mean, back in the day, you'd have. I don't know. I know I'm throwing it way back here, but like you'd have like Led Zeppelin and all these guys make eight, ten minute songs. Yeah, you know, right, and now right. it's like if your song isn't three minutes or a little less, we don't want to hear it. It's too long. Yeah. I, you got to be able to you know keep it going,
1: and so that's why you'll hear on our show sometimes when we're looking back and we're playing a, a piece of music that. Uh, is supposed to maybe accentuate add color to a bit that we're doing add color to a bit that we're talking about and i can think of a song because i've been doing this for so long that adds to our conversation you're not going to hear us play the entire song you might hear the first couple three four lines boom you triggered the memory and then you move on you got to be quick although you know there's other forms of radio now that you bring it up where you know you certainly play wall-to-wall music too my favorite stations, besides my own, uh, are, are on uh, Sirius Satellite. That's what I like to hear. Or public radio. And it's long-form radio. And because, but, you know, I'm I'm, wired, I'm hardwired just like our listeners are, just like you are. You know I'm, And uh, so when I'm kicking it and when I want to relax and when I'm on a road trip, I, I do want to hear the whole song sometimes. I do want to hear the stories behind the song. I don't want to hear the type of radio I necessarily do. Cause I'm taking a break from it. Cause it's hard. It's not easy. It's not easy to do that at all. Uh, we're always thinking, or at least I'm always thinking, uh, how's the listener perceiving it at this point? I'm trying to picture uh, that person out there listening to me, and and what's their perception of what we're doing? Are they enjoying it? Am I going too long? Am I boring them? What's happening? And I'm, you know, my thing in the morning is just to keep moving. Keep moving forward. My partner doesn't have to worry about that so much. He's not. He's not necessarily worried about the timing, and we're all about timing. So I produce the show. That makes it a little bit different. My responsibilities are probably. I always tell him they're a lot greater and, than his, and he, he says, "I don't like that. I don't like it when you say that." And I said, "Well, somebody's got to produce the show, and I'm producing it. I'm running. I'm running the train. You know, the train's got to run on time. It's got to get in the station at a certain certain time. It's got to leave too. So all aboard."
0: Do you think that your guys' platform is important enough to where you would never move into something else? Like uh, my question is, I can see you and Patrick, because you guys are one of the few, if not the only guys, maybe here in town. You guys could do your own podcast or your own and people would still tune in and listen. Because I mean, forget all the, you know, weather report or accident report or whatever. You guys just have good chemistry in general. Like, I like personally just like listening to you guys talk about Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson, or, you know, just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just, just stuff sure. like that, just, just you know, pop culture stuff. And I'm like, right. wow, these guys know everything about these two. And I just something I wouldn't expect necessarily. I I don't, maybe that's on me for that, but I think you guys could definitely try your own thing. And And when I ask, you know, what's the biggest challenge ahead for radio, it's... It's because I think you guys can't do something off the radio that would still be successful. I we, mean, I don't know if you agree with that. We but.
1: never got... First of all, we never got... In, I, I The last 24 years was not about playing music. It was about communicating. Uh, so we could take our... What we do, and we can just insert different songs. We can insert... You brought it up. Led Zeppelin. We can insert... We don't have to be on a country music station in order to... to uh, I want to be very humble when I say this but be popular. We that's not the point of our show, you know. The point of our show was never to play country. It wasn't to wear cowboy boots or cowboy hats or or, you know, any or do rope tricks, right? It was the point of our show was to entertain. We're entertainers. But we entertain on a on a a, a lot of different levels. We entertain with uh, humor, we entertain with seriousness, we entertain with public service, Uh, we want to touch people. I want to touch people because my goal has always been to change the world one heart at a time. And I got blessed to have a microphone where I can say things that maybe will touch a chord with somebody and I can express my deepest feelings to them. Be kind, be nice to one another, stop being an asshole. Okay. I can't say that, but that's what I like to say. So, could we do a podcast? Absolutely. We probably should be doing a podcast. Like, we've should. done it. We've done it before. Uh, we we went through probably several months of doing a podcast almost every day, maybe not every day, and, and it just seemed for us when we do ten hours, uh, four hours of morning radio, which is very intense and can be very exhausting. That's a lot at ten o'clock. We walk out, you're done. You don't even know what you've talked about. You only hope that, I mean, you've got an idea. But there's no room for anything else at that point. There's no room. Okay, let's go in the production room and let's do a podcast now. No. I'm too (laughs) tired. My brain is fried. I, I used a lot of words. I don't have any words left right now. But could we? Of course we could. But we got to stay in commercial radio because that's what pays. It pays. It pays a lot better than podcasting, which doesn't really, for the most part, pay. And uh, I'm all all about family and supporting the family and that kind of thing too. So, anyway, I hope I answered that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah for we sure. would do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Blake, I've done hmm. public radio when I didn't have a commercial job. I've done all types of formats. I've been a news director, uh, a program director. Uh, I've I've interviewed some of the most pa- famous people in the United States of America, and none of it had any, really anything to do with the music format that we were we were we were on. But we got lucky. We're on the most powerful when our power's full blast because the car fire burned down our transmitter. We're still rebuilding the most powerful radio station, <laughs> one of the twenty fifth most powerful signals. When we get our full signal back, we will, in the United States of America, coming to you from Redding, California. on That's top awesome. On top of a 6,500-foot mountain. Okay, so we've got that going. <laughs> and when you've got that going, you're going to get more listeners. When you get into 17 <laughs> counties, you're going to get more listeners. Yeah. Uh, and so, so we've got that going. And the fact that country music is so popular in our community really, really helps.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I
1: never wanted to be like the number one country morning show why? and I've I've told you this before I just wanted to be number one of all morning radio shows
0: but wasn't that if you're number one in the country you're
1: no I mean not necessarily you could be number one top 40 number one country number, number one news talk number one blah 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 I wanted to have more listeners listening for longer periods of time than any other radio station so when we came into the market we had to knock off some other radio stations that were in our way that's what we did
0: no. We, <laughs> Did you I mean, guys knock off?
1: Well, we—if you don't mind—well, I mean, you know, my shit. my goal was first. I was on Power ninety. We were not Power ninety four. We were B ninety four. New Country B ninety four, and we knocked off Q ninety seven, where I work now. Yeah, yeah. So the owner of Q ninety seven got pretty ticked off about losing his number one. He couldn't believe it, so he bought us. He bought New that's Country B ninety four. Boss move. Yeah, and he put it, he put us into the into that building there, and Q ninety seven was across the hall, and it's a long story. But they took away our, you know, we were in there. They they he they, he fired a couple of our, our good radio announcers. He he economized and stream he economized with the the people that was hiring and streamlined the format, and uh, basically we're on there at the same time as Q ninety seven was so. I just told Patrick, don't worry about it. You're not doing the show for the company. You're doing the show for the listener. You're, you're doing the show for our fans. And we just got lucky. One day, about uh, 19 years ago, 20 years ago, we were offered the opportunity to come across the hall and, and work at Q97 and uh, just never looked back. Mm-hmm. Has Patrick so, been? With oh, we knocked. And, and, and in terms of total listenership, we the News Talk radio station, uh, KQMS, in our town, God bless them. You know, they do what they've got to do but they were number 1 for years and years and they were ahead of us and they were in my crosshairs my and and I was and I said this is who we go after you know you nobody wants to finish in second or third place i don't want a participation medal i want the trophy <laughs> i want to be humble about it but i want it's just natural when you're a performer when you're in uh, you want you want to have more people when you're in radio especially because if you got more listeners You've got to, that means you've got more respect. Well, more respect means you're going to eventually make more money because you've got more advertisers buying your commercials and those advertisers are buying your commercials because the commercials work. And, you know, When you have, it's, you have thousands of people listening, more people are going to go into your business and purchase something When you have a few hundred people listening. You're not going to get as much business. To, thus, there's not as much money in the advertising pool. Thus, you're not going to make as much money it's important to make good money yeah (laughs) it's really important
0: (laughs) where does this competitive fire come from because you you seem i i remember like the first couple times we had talked you just you have this this edge and i like it i think it's necessary that's why you guys have stayed as relevant and at number one Uh, but where does it
1: probably probably from my education Uh, you know i went I wanted to be. A, I mean, it's better to be a winner than a loser. It's okay to lose once in a while, and, and 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 from sports because I, you know, play. I played sports. I still coach sports, and being competitive is good. You know, I'm humbled by the success. Don't get me wrong. I really am. But it's it's okay to want to be uh, the best.
0: And talk about it and. And, and so well, we don't arc- we don't
1: go on the radio and go, hey, we're the best. We never do that. <laughs> never, ever, ever. We never put down the competition. Well, I won't say it hasn't happened. It has, <laughs> uh, but only in only in good fun because we know that for every other uh, radio station, there are people there that we know in. That work for other companies, and I respect all of them. I respect anybody that got into the broadcast business. I mean, it's not an easy job, and there's a lot of disappointment along the way. I just got lucky, you know. I, um, Patrick got lucky, you know. He did the right things at the right times. So we never burned our bridges, and it goes back to just being kind, trying to be a good person. So competitively, I don't know. That's a good question. I You asked that question. I don't know how to answer it, Blake, because... Some people are competitive and some people aren't. I just wanted to get ahead. I wanted to be a success. I wanted my, my parents to be proud of me. I wanted my dad to be proud of me. You know, He sent me to radio school. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, he fronted me the money. He was always very supportive. My mom was always very supportive. I was lucky I grew up in L.A. where you can do, you know, if you've got a dream in L.A., I went to high school in L.A. and elementary. Wait, you grew up in L.A.? Yeah, elementary, middle school, high school, L.A., oh. college, Southern California. But if you grow up in L.A. and you have a dream, you can go pursue that dream, and it's no big deal. You, you, you're you, right there. You're, you're right there. Yeah. So <laughs> when I was 13 years old, I, when I was 11 years old, I was doing appearances on TV for a variety of reasons. And when I was 13 and 14, I, I, uh, what the heck was I doing? Oh, I was doing TV commercials and then i wow. had a then i had a band you know and in high school and then i was in with, with this uh, group called uh, i'm dating myself it was called up with people which was this patriotic review that played at the super bowl 3 or 4 times i wasn't in that group but i was you know i, I was in i mean i wasn't in the group that played in the super bowl but i was in that and I would go visit radio stations. When I was a kid, a teenager, I didn't even drive, I was 14 or 15, and I'd knock on the door of these radio stations in L.A. with these great personalities that were so popular because radio was explosive in L.A. The, The talent was so amazing. The best talent in the world was in L.A., New York, and Chicago. That's what they say. But anyway, it was an exciting time, so I'd get in the bus and go down to KFWB. I'd ride my bike. A mile and a half to a, a great great radio station in Pasadena called KRLA and we'd sit on the front steps of the Huntington Sheraton Hotel at that time where the studio was and we'd wait for the radio announcers cuz we wanted to see what they looked like you know we didn't know what they looked like we'd wait for them to come in on their to do their shift and so Casey Kasem would walk by. I mean, he's a radio legend. All these people. I was br- brushing shoulders when I was before I could drive, with s- some of the great radio broadcasters in America, and and it just inspired me. And then I, and then I had a good education, a great education. You know, I learned how to speak in public because my dad made me take public speaking lessons, and then I went on from there. And just did a lot of stuff that just led me to this really so, cool so it seems- career.
0: It seems like ever since you were a kid or a teenager that your parents and everyone around you and even you have realized, I have a voice to be able to do this for real. And and, and you've seen it all the way through. Yeah, and I, you know, and I didn't really,
1: you know, understand all of that. And when you're a kid, you don't really know where you're going with it. Very few people when they're, you know teenagers are in their early 20s really know exactly what they want to do I, I know you know yeah I think you know, I do yeah
0: but you know I, I hopefully it's this actually but, yeah, yeah. Oh, good well I've, <laughs> I've tried to be encouraging of you yeah you know, I want no, to be absolutely I I really appreciate it
1: and and so so yeah I had a lot of encouragement I you know I I had a lot of confidence a lot of self-confidence thanks to my parents who Instilled that in me. You know, it doesn't come naturally. Speaking in public doesn't come naturally at all. No. No. Uh, but, you know, over my career, I've spoken in public thousands, probably thousands of times before some pretty big crowds sometimes. And anyway, that's the whole thing. you got to have confidence. you got to be aware of your surroundings. you got to, I like to say, you've got to know the room. You know, you got to know who you're speaking to. Mm.
0: Definitely. I, yeah, so mm. if you were born and raised in L.A., your favorite teams: Warriors, Niners, Giants. Right? Let's Yeah! Oh things. yeah! Yeah! So yeah, absolutely, so, so and, how does and Ducks, that work? Oregon Ducks, and the Ducks. Yeah, go Ducks! So how does that work? How are you not Lakers, Dodgers? Well, because know? I
1: like rooting for the home team. I like rooting for the team that's most accessible, and and so uh, uh, when we moved to Reading, the Giants were just a natural fit for me. L.A. six hundred miles away um and uh, actually i lived in san diego before i uh, moved up here so i was in san diego for 4 years so i i became a padres fan cuz i'd go to all the games you know i'd go to 40 50 games a year so it it's just natural for me to root for the home too.
0: 40 or 50 i know <laughs> it was a lot. Lot. it was a lot It was probably too many <laughs> yeah
1: it caused some problems at home there with the wife but uh, at the time <laughs> but I was young. I mean, where are you going? I'm going to the ball game. No, you're not. Yes, I am. See ya. uh, Get home at
0: 10, 30, 11, or whatever.
1: (laughs) Good times. But anyway, so um, I rooted for the Lakers for a long time. Uh, It seemed like I was hanging on to the Lakers. Uh, but I let him go a long time ago. And I've been rooting for the Warriors even when they were like winning 25, 26 games a year because it's accessible, because I could watch it every night. I love sports, totally love sports. That's my relaxation. That's my happy place. I coach sports. I want to be on the field coaching. I want to be, I still want to be able to take grounders. I still want to be able to hit, you know, I still want to be able to catch batting practice. And, uh, you know, so I love sports and it's relaxing to me. So, well, you know, people are watching Dancing with the Stars at night, or or whatever. I Survivor. I am watching a Warriors game or a, a Giants game or uh, 49ers game. Oh, the 49ers they,
0: suck. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my
1: God, what a horrible... Oh. Raiders suck too. So Raiders I, I shouldn't be laughing. Yeah, Raiders suck. They're on the, they're, they're, they're both one and six. These or? two, yeah, one and seven like right? And These two sucky teams are playing on sucky Thursday night football. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this week, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's going to be yeah. something. Yeah. Battle of the Bay. Yeah. Everyone, I there's so many problems every time they play each other, especially if it's in Oakland. I mean, I'm not, it just seems like there's always so many fights and everything. I just don't, I don't know. It's, tra-
1: it's tradition, Blake. It's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this actually is a perfect transition into yes. what I wanted to talk about. So we brought up, you know, Lakers and Warriors and everything. Do the Warriors keep? all these guys intact next summer? Because no. I don't think they keep they didn't two do, of them. They don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Cousins and Clay Cousin, or Durant is gone. Cousins gone. Cousins is gone. Yeah, he's around, they, a, player. They can't
1: he's around a player. He's around a player. He's playing for the league minimum right now. Yeah. And he's not even playing. We're not going to see him actually play until probably February.
0: Yeah. All-star you know? have a torn like ACL? That. Yeah. Torn Achilles. Oh, torn Achilles. And when you're yeah, seven feet right. tall, two, whatever. Mm.
1: Yeah. That's not right. easy. So, uh, but are they going to keep the... Uh, Will they keep Steph? Yeah, they'll keep Clay. Oh yeah, Steph's there. Draymond's there. You know, Draymond will be there. They got Damian Jones coming up. He, he's good. Damian Jones. Yeah, he's good and he's tall. He's seven foot.
0: I've heard of uh, 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 Kyle uh, Looney. Is that his name?
1: Kevon Ka- Kevon Looney. Yeah. Yeah. Damian yeah, 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 Jones yeah. just uh, just uh, they just gave him an extension today. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Kevon Looney. Yeah. Uh, there's some uh, there's some others that will be there, and uh, they've got some you know. They've got an eye for talent, no doubt. Yeah. They can't draft, you know, first, but they still have an eye for talent. Um, McCaw's not playing because he wants a bigger contract, making a big, big mistake there. Durant McCaw's prob- holding out. Yeah, he's been holding out. Yeah. Huh. And and uh, and and Kevin Durant, who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe no.
0: Everyone keeps saying Knicks. I don't yeah. understand it. I, don't why think- would you go to the New York? They are dysfunctional. They have a terrible owner. I mean, yeah, I, no,
1: I-, I can't see it. No, in fact. <laughs> Didn't they put up a big they painted the side of a yeah, building the other day billboard. and and he said uh, that doesn't impress me <laughs> yeah. you know you know I'm not he impressed like that that's trash. no yeah so I don't know I'm not going to worry about what happens next year uh with the warriors I mean we're 7 and 1 right now you know clay just you guys are winning the title that's clay just knocked down 51 points in three quarters last <laughs> yeah. night including 14
0: threes I thought it was just 26 minutes like oh 26 minutes 51 points yeah. or... Yeah. But in,
1: but 14 threes. and who was, who was passing the ball to him? Steph. Steph. Steph was passing the ball to yeah. him, and Steph had the record. So I'm getting a little chills. Splash talking Brothers. about unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's the
0: greatest shooting. We're never going to see this ever again.
1: Well, we don't. I don't know. I never say never about anything, but uh, right now it's just you know baseball's over. Got to watch the Warriors. What else have we got? That's true. Niners.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. though I still watch them. Do, st- do you really oh, still yeah. watch every week? Still? Yeah, I'll still watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just my only thing with the Warriors is there is a salary cap. And Curry's already making forty million a year. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to pay, I assume, Draymond and Clay. Clay's coming up this next summer. Yeah,
1: they'll pay Clay. So i That mean, team's got lots and lots of money. And they can go over the salary cap and, and pay the luxury tax. And, and you know, they've got so much money. The guy that owns them is a
0: billionaire.
1: Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. And you know, to get a upper bowl ticket is 250 300 bucks, right, to sit up on top. Yeah. <laughs> Buying a beer, you're you're out 8 six, bucks, 10 bucks oh, for a no, no, beer. Oh no, no, sixteen, seventeen $16, 17 for a beer. Is it really? It was 13 when I went 3 years ago and I I heard 17 now. For so, anyway, wow. my point is the revenue's coming
0: in. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just at Oracle a few nights ago to see Drake and Migos. Oh! On the, uh, on the tour stop. Oh, and sweet. It was my second time at Oracle, because um, I saw Kendrick Lamar last year uh-huh. there. Good for you. Um, anyway, yeah, Coke was $7, a, a, a cup of Coke. And really? it's like, it's that's just... A, it's a bargain. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know all the teams and everything charge that. It's just, yeah. that's so much a Seven? Seven, seven dollars. No ice. They I'm, couldn't even give me ice. I'm going to
1: start drinking Coke instead of beer. <laughs> Actually, when I go to, when I go to games like that, if someone's buying, I'll have one. But other than that, I go. Oh, yeah, I don't want to blow seventeen. I don't do. I don't do. I don't want to do it. And I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's goofy.
0: I just can't believe it's that much. Yeah, I didn't think so. I know. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Okay, so so you don't think so? You think KD's staying on the Warriors, basically. So you think Cousins is out, but they're going to no, keep the, the four? No,
1: I don't know if KD's going to stay or go. He doesn't know either. He said, "Why? Why is everybody so worried? It doesn't affect anybody but me." That's true. On the uh, yeah, on the it contrary, gives us if, something to talk about. Well, it affects everybody. It affects yeah. the team if he leaves.
0: It does. Yeah. Do you think it affects them that much, though? I can still see the Warriors winning the title in 2020 if KD uh, leaves. I don't
1: know. I don't know. We'll see. Because I, I just, I feel like... I'm thinking the Kings are going to take it. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox is good. Yeah, Kings Kings have won, what, two or three games
0: already, huh? <laughs> Same as the two, Lakers. I think two. Yeah. Lakers have only won one. They're right? two and five. Oh, are they they're, two they're and five? They're two and five, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's getting tough to watch. My thing is, with KD, free agency, and even like Kawhi and all that, these guys don't want to play with LeBron. I think after the Kyrie Irving debacle a couple years ago, where he wanted out and he was disgruntled, it really just put in motion a a tsunami wave to all these guys of like, this guy's just too much. It's a total media circus no matter where he goes because he's LeBron James. And he... And, you know, as a Laker fan, it hurts to say he throws his teammates under the bus more times than not when things get tough. Right, right. You know, I mean, and he'll do it right in front of, I mean, J.R. Smith last year doing the, you know. Uh, right. Now, admittedly, that's one of the most boneheaded things i I would have said, seen. I would have done the thing, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to run the clock out? Yeah, right. But I just don't see how, especially like a Kevin Durant, who measures himself against LeBron, why he would go join forces with him. And he has two rings. And... Kawhi has a ring. Why would you go and and do that? And, and that's where I don't see the Warriors breaking up. Because it's like, if KD wants to go, where do you go? Knicks, terrible. Terrible owner. No one wants to go there. They haven't mm-hmm. signed anyone this century. You know, Lakers, it's LeBron. The only place I could really see him going... Indy.
1: No, I'm just kidding. You. The
0: Clippers. Uh, the Clips. Yeah, Clips, I suppose. G- go take what LA a disa- from LeBron. What a
1: disappointing franchise yeah. that... that- became. You know, remember those battles the Warriors and the Clippers were having yes. two and two and three years ago. I mean yes. ne- it was a real rivalry. It was an incredible rivalry. And yeah. those two teams hated one another and the Clippers are, are nothing now. No. Again, a- all those
0: guys are gone. I know. A- Redick and CC3. Blake's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just dropped fifty on someone's head the other night. But yeah. Blake Griffin had fifty one points in a game. Did he really? Huh. Yeah he did. Yeah. Th- that's another thing is I feel like there's two big what ifs in the NBA this decade. The first what if is, how did the Oklahoma City Thunder not win a championship with Harden, Westbrook, and Durant? Mm -hmm. And how did the Clippers not get to the Western Conference Finals with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan? And Doc Rivers as the coach. Well, you got to play as a team. I mean, you got to play as a team. And look at the Warriors. They play as a team. They do. They do, yeah. I mean, even, yeah, like you said, who was passing Clay the ball? Steph, who holds the record. There's no
1: ego. Who's Carmelo playing for right now? The Rockets. Okay, and the Rockets suck. Yeah. Okay. Carmelo doesn't like to pass the ball, does he?
0: No. No. He's the biggest ball stopper. It, was, it, was, a it was a dud from the beginning. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, because uh-huh. you take one look at a Thunder game last year, and it's just this guy doesn't know. He doesn't want to play defense. No. He's overpaid. He doesn't play defense. He he's never has. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like he still thinks he's like Denver Nugget Carmelo. But he's not, yeah. uh, you know. He's 35 years old, isn't he? 36. Yeah, yeah. and your body is going to break down eventually. And that's another thing is, you know, people talk about, you know, people are really mad that the Warriors are, you know, they got uh, they got DeMarcus Cousins, they got five All-Stars now. Right. But it's like the league's still entertaining to me. Uh, you know, not only just as a Laker fan and we have LeBron and that thing going on, but just, you know, how's Kawhi going to do in Toronto? How is you know, Anthony Davis is going to do. And I think Anthony Davis is going to win the MVP. Anthony Davis is amazing. I I'm think not, a-
1: But I'm not a fan of James Harden. I'm just not. I, Why is that? Because I just don't think he plays with his team. I think it's still all about James Harden. It's he just, just does it
0: for the money kind of thing?
1: I don't know. He does it for James. I, I, the money, they're all making the big money. So James Harden is spectacular, but, you know, you've got to have more than, more than one superstar on your team.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, Chris Paul, not a fan. B- b- people would say Chris Paul is a superstar. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, anymore. Yeah, not
1: anymore. But he used to be. He, he used, used to, to be when amazing. he was on the Clippers. He used to be amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He did. And yeah. then, but then again, I think the Rockets would have beat the Warriors in Game Seven last year if Chris Paul was on the floor. Because Oracle Game Six, it, Oracle is
1: hindsight. Hindsight's, hindsight's uh, twenty twenty. You know, you can look it back is. and say that, but it doesn't mean that really would have happened. Would have happened. I don't think so myself, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Warriors fan. That's yeah, long-suffering Warriors fans. Back when we were winning 19, 22, 25 games, right? And you know, hey, you
0: guys beat the Mavericks when they won 67 games yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that
1: was cool.
0: That was <laughs> that was. They still talk. So about cool. It. that was great. It's that like was he, that was
1: the We Believe team, wasn't it? Yes, Baron yeah. Davis yeah. and all
0: those guys. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, That's something. And I, all stack these Jack.
0: Yeah, Stackhouse. Yeah, and, Stackhouse. And stack stack Jack. Stack Jack. That was his nickname. Stephen
1: Jackson. Not, oh, Jer- okay. not Jerry Stackhouse. Oh, Stephen okay, gotcha. Jackson. Crook. Criminal. Yes. You know, yeah. thug. You know. <laughs>
0: thug. <laughs> Dude. Bad, bad mojo there. Malice at the Palace. Oh, he was a, he yeah. went into the stands with Ron Artest. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't remember, speaking, but I do remember looking. Speaking yeah. of which, r- hmm.
1: World Be Free. Where is he today? I just love that name. World Be Free. Who's that? Yeah. That was he changed his name. What was his original name? He's a basketball player. Fritz played for years and years. Played for the Lakers, didn't he? And his name was he changed his name to World Lloyd Free, Lloyd Free, and changed his name to World B. And it said World B Free on the back of his jersey.
0: That's kind of cool. Isn't that nice? That that's definitely cooler well, uh, than Metal uh, World Peace. Metal
1: World Peace is cool. <laughs> it's but World B Free beautiful. Is. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. Can you imagine? World be free passes to meta uh, uh, meta world peace, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there's an outlet pass to love and light. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, I don't really know where to go else in the NBA. Well, actually, so okay, we'll talk about the Niners. So Guerrero, well, that's quite a transition
1: from. Basketball to football. Yeah. There. All right. From from the Warriors to the Niners. Okay.
0: So Garoppolo. Yeah. Five years, 137 <laughs> and a half million dollars. Yeah. Highest paid quarterback ever. Yeah. Right? At, at the time. Yeah. At that. At for t- about a week. I, yeah. Yeah. Until <laughs> right. Matt Ryan got yeah, his. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. terry ACL. What's the future? Do you think he's going to come back? Are, are we ever going to see Patriot Garoppolo? Or or do you think? What, what, well, I'd what? be happy to
1: see a Niner Garoppolo from last year.
0: Five and Garoppolo. Remember,
1: he had a real nice. I'm a fan of Garoppolo. He had a Jimmy G had a real nice run.
0: Yeah, I, I are we so, going to see that? Yeah,
1: yeah. I oh, think yeah. so. Yeah, you're going to see that. I think for so. sure. He's 26 years old. Yeah, he'll heal. He'll come I, back.
0: My only thing with quarterbacks breaking legs, tearing ACLs, whatever. Derek Carr, perfect example. Mm. Raiders were eleven and five. They they were gonna make a title run that year. You know when they had Khalil and Amari Cooper and all these guys before they right. traded all of them. Right, right. And breaks his leg, and then comes back. And I just don't think he plays with the same confidence. No, I, I think he is just afraid out there. He he just simply is afraid of getting hurt like that again, as he probably should be. I you know because careers don't last long. You know, that's and why you
1: t- that's why you take the money. That's why you it, take the money. That's another money, thing. The Raiders.
0: Sure. You know, because they're having a total fire sale in Oakland. And personally, I'm not mad at John Gruden. I think Gruden's going to turn it around. He's got 10 years, in, you know, on the Raiders, not in Oakland. But, right, you know, because right, right. they're gearing up for Vegas. It's very clear they're gearing up yeah, for Vegas I this Agreed. Point. Agreed. I don't think they should keep Derek Carr for Las Vegas. I, I think that the organization, I think... Ooh, <laughs> you, you You seem puzzled. That <laughs> yeah. he, hasn't, huh? he hasn't played like... The Derek Carr of old to me. All right, so bring in Colin Kaepernick. Give Cap a job. Do you think so? No.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, no. I don't know. What is your if stance? You, if you want a pocket passer, then you don't bring in Kaepernick. That's true. Yeah, because he's not a pocket passer. That's why he's not with the Niners. The Niners, he opted out of his contract. The Niners... People forget op- that. Or Huh? People forget that. He opted out uh, Colin opted out of his contract, but the Niners were going to cut him anyway because Colin can't play in Shanahan's offensive scheme which is being a pocket passer. Colin doesn't have that. He's a scrambler. So so uh, the reason he doesn't have a job now is cuz he brings all this emotional baggage with him. And you know, they want love and light at those stadiums and, <laughs> and they're not going to get it if caps there, you know, kneeling.
0: So you think that's the big thing? Is just abs- is, abs- is, is the circus abs- around Kaepernick?
1: Well, absolutely. I think it's the kneeling and the anger that a lot of people feel because they don't understand the kneeling. They they think it's directed at the military, directed at the flag, and it's and, not. And it's not directed at either one of those things at all. Um, but the people want to believe what they want to believe. If it makes them feel comfortable to believe that, they're going to believe that, and nothing's going to change their mind, you know. And and uh, and so kneeling to. To a huge number of red-blooded Americans, God bless them, is uh, is uh, disrespectful. So that's why Cap's not working. It's the only reason he's not working. He's so much better than. I was good. Do so you think many... he's good enough to? Absolutely, he's so much better than so many quarterbacks. And you know, people, I, I see this on social media all the time about Colin Kaepernick. Well, they tell, they put on there. Don't you remember how crappy he was his last year? Uh, don't you, That's why he's not playing more because he really sucked. And I have to fight these haters all the time and let them know. <laughs> no, Colin Kaepernick came back from three surgeries and a lot of weight loss and worked and worked and worked his butt off. He had a ninety point two quarterback rating his final year with the Lakers with the with the, with the 49ers. He had 16 touchdowns. That's not a lot, but it was a really bad team, right? It was a Chip Kelly team. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I had one guy argue with me on Facebook. He never played for Chip Kelly. Well, sure he did. That's the last team he was on. Where are you getting your stats? You know, tell me your source. He had like 500, almost 600 yards rushing. He was a leading rusher on the team that year. And he didn't even play the whole season. And only four interceptions. That was his final year with the Niners. Hey, I'll take that guy as a backup quarterback. He wasn't—he threw four picks in how many games? Ten games?
0: That's a four-to-one ratio, touchdown
1: to interception. Think about this. Think about the number of guys that are being trotted out there every week that are throwing three or four picks in a game. Yeah. He threw four the entire season. So the reason Cap's not playing is because a good portion of America doesn't like him. hmm for a, for a variety of reasons.
0: So it has nothing to do with this talent. You, you think he could still... Oh,
1: sure. And everybody says that. Anybody that's in sports, any sports writer, I mean, I'm not the first to say that. Hundreds of people have said All I have to do is compare stats. You know, and out of, let's see, what was it? That final year out of uh, 56 active quarterbacks that threw passes uh, in the NFL that year, recognizing there are 30 starters, but a lot of people coming in and playing to, he, uh, what was the stat, he and uh, according to uh, Football America, I think it was, uh, he rated 28 out of 56, but... That was throwing in Blaine Gabbard's stats as well, and Blaine was terrible. I mean, God, yeah, he God, he's out of the league now. God bless him. Is he is he not even a backup? I don't I don't even know. So <laughs> my point is that everybody. My point is that everybody knows that that Colin Kaepernick is better than a lot of backup quarterbacks and probably a few starters in the league right now. So yeah, he's not playing because he he kneels, you know, for the Star-Spangled Banner. So did you know, as long as we're on this, and I hope somebody's listening to this. Uh, <laughs> Podcast, and by the way, you're listening to Blake's podcast on
0: <laughs> uh, SoundCloud. Hopefully, Spotify. uh-huh hopefully Spotify.
1: Yeah. And uh, did you know what was I go- going with this? I was going to bring up something about. uh Oh,
0: we were doing so well. Doing we're so talking well. about Kaepernick, and yeah. you were going to transition into something on the subject of Kaepernick or football. Yeah, because we're talking about how kneeling. That's one reason he doesn't have a job. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. that's
1: why he doesn't have a job. Yeah. yeah. That's why Eric Reed didn't work for a long time. He finally got a job in Carolina. Oh, yeah. And he kneeled last right, And he knelt. Right, yeah. And he knelt. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, who's winning the Super Bowl? Hmm? Who, who's winning the who's Super gone Bowl? Who's going to the Super Bowl? Chiefs or Rams. I like that.
1: Oh God! I love that quarter. I love both of those quarterbacks.
0: They play in like two weeks.
1: Mahomes is unbelievable, isn't he? So exciting!
0: He could win the MVP. You guys got to watch.
1: Got to watch that Patrick Mahomes while you can. I mean, really, because you don't know. You said it yourself. You get hurt. and You don't play for a while. He's good, isn't he? Where did he come from? Amazing. Yeah, I don't even know what college you went to. What a talent!
0: Yeah, yeah. The, The Chiefs know how to. They've drafted a lot of, like, Eric Berry. They've drafted a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. It's really shocking that they haven't even made a Super Bowl this decade to be. It, the NFL is a weird sport because I feel like compared to the NBA, the NBA, we kind of know who's going. We know who the great people are. We know where they're going to free. It's a very predictable sport, and for some reason, people it still watch now. it. It
1: is now. It really is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But football's not like that. Football, I mean, you don't know every single year. Like, we didn't know the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl last year. At least I didn't. I figured tom brady was going to be there because he's tom brady and he's the greatest right Exactly. and that's the interesting part about all this is the fact that you know the rams are eight zero, chiefs are seven and one i just don't see any other teams around i mean the eagles may be able to beat the rams i don't think so i just don't think they have the talent um i I just think it's a safe bet chiefs rams i mean what do you what do you think about all that
1: man the rams look great don't they
0: Oh Aaron Rodgers almost got him. Huh? Aaron yeah. Rodgers almost got him. I know, but he didn't. He didn't. And that's the point. He didn't get him. He didn't. No. If you would have had the chance, though, do, do you think? Because I mean, Ty Montgomery fumbles. I and then, know. And what and up? <laughs> what
1: up? He was I'm, told to kneel. I'm surprised he, was told he to didn't. Take a he knee. didn't get cut after
0: that. Yeah. Aren't you? And he's still. Yeah. I'm he's surprised. still talking shit. He's still like, yeah. "Oh, McCarthy didn't tell me to." Uh-huh. It's like, you know, I I, I would take he's a, a, a good, step back. He's a good ball player. No, he is. Yeah.
1: And every and, and fum, people fumble all the time, but that was just stupid. Because Aaron Rodgers never had a chance. No. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time didn't ever have a chance to drive drive back towards that goal line. What was it, a two-point game? 29-27? Yeah, it, all he has two to do point. is get close enough. Get, get close you, enough for a field he goal. He had like yeah. a minute
0: and a half to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember watching that live, and I and I saw him fumble, and I was just and then Aaron Rodgers he like threw his hat off. He was he was pissed on the sidelines. Hey,
1: he's a com- he's tough. He's a competitor. He is. I'd be
0: pissed. You're the field general.
1: Yeah, this guy's not
0: paying attention. Yeah, yeah, it's very true.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we're a long way from the Super Bowl, so who knows? Yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. You know i <laughs> oh, i work in, the, in I work in the now, not in speculating about the future. But it's fun to talk about.
0: Yes, you know? but my yeah. life
1: my life is living in the moment. Yeah. You know, enjoying the moment, being mindful of the moment. So, who knows? But it sure looks great for both of those teams right now. And let's, you know, you talk about those Chiefs, and I loved Alex Smith, and, mm-hmm. uh,
0: you know, but um, he didn't get close. No. No. Mm-mm. Do you think the Niners make the Super Bowl against the Ravens if Harbaugh doesn't switch? If he doesn't make the an Niners. audible mid-season. Well, yeah. Remember when Kaepernick took him to the Super Bowl, but mid-season, oh, yeah, yeah. Harbaugh did like an audible. Alex Smith was hurt, and he's like, all right, Cap's going to play. Cap mm-hmm. dominates Monday Night Football. The
1: whole idea was to get Kaepernick in there, you know, sooner sooner than later anyway, at that point.
0: Yeah. Because they drafted him like the year before, and then, yeah, yeah and Alex that, Smith and was and always kind a mediocre.
1: And Cap had that shotgun, you know, just amazing. And he was exciting, exciting to watch. I mean, look at all that confidence. That, you Think about that Super Bowl, Blake, and you're you got you got, you
0: got <laughs> Beyonce shutting it down for an hour in the middle of the game. Listen, you
1: got Frank Gore. What are you on? What were are they on the three or four yard line or yeah. something? All yeah. right, you know, with with a few seconds left, you got one of the greatest rushers of all time. Why don't you give it to Frank? Give it to Frank instead <laughs> of keep throwing, making the same play three times to Crabtree in that corner of the end zone. Yeah, all Frank
0: had to do was just. Grinded up the middle, and they came back. It was like it was almost like a Patriot Falcon game, or the, that that game where they were down like twenty four to three what or a,
1: something. What a sad, sad ending for Forty Nine ers fans. I threw my helmet. <laughs> you
0: have a helmet? <laughs> no, I just,
1: <laughs> just
0: like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I picked up my helmet and I <laughs> threw it across the street. That was the only Super Bowl you guys have lost, or you know, they have lost, or whatever. You know, yeah, that, that was the only one that they've. Yeah, they haven't come close. So we're, we're you know, a
1: long ways away. Yeah, I, I had great hopes for Kyle Shanahan, but we got to get some players.
0: We're a long ways away. You guys have a high draft pick this year.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Same with the Raiders. Oh
0: boy. Yeah. Who wins Thursday? Battle of the Bay. Oh, Levi. Well, you know what?
1: Uh, they don't know uh, right now who's going to be quarterbacking for the Niners. Uh, who's their backup?
0: I don't even. Uh, know their His backup. name
1: is. Uh, he was really good in preseason. Uh, I'll try to. I can't even think of his last name, but I. He's our third string quarter. No, second string. Second string quarterback. What's his name? <laughs> I only knew Garoppolo. He was pretty impressive in the preseason. I can't think of his name. And then they signed this guy Tom Savage. He's a third stringer, mm-hmm. so he won't play. But uh, uh, CJ's hurting. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, he hasn't practiced all week. Well, it's only Tuesday. Yeah. Well, the game's practiced. Thursday.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So So who wins? Yeah, yeah. Who who wins? Niners. Niners. We're due because they're (laughs) at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think so too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I hate to say it. I I just want to. I just want to hope that the Niners will win because I've got no love for the Raiders anymore. Why is that? Because they're moving to Las Vegas. Screw them. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, I I would root for the Raiders uh, in the uh, AFC because my brother and my nephew. Uh, huge Raiders fans and so you know I want to root for my family I mean I wouldn't root for them against the Niners and it wasn't like I had to watch the Raiders every week but I love watching football so if the game was on I might watch it the Niners are my team but they suck you know to do that (laughs) to do that first you move to LA then you come back right yeah and then you know it's like you know they come back it's like you're your wife left you, and then you, oh, I'll give it another chance, honey. Come on back. You just come back, you know. And I promise I'll, I'll never leave you again. I'll never cheat on you again. Okay, we'll come on back. We'll make a life together. And that's what the fans were with the team. And then a few years down the road, oh, you must have forgot to go to marital counseling because we're leaving again. <sighs> We're leaving.
0: Yeah, yeah. To and Vegas this time. To
1: Vegas. Yeah, That's so weird to me. Yeah, why? And, and we're hiring John Gruden, who's an old school coach who hasn't coached in years. It may not be as good as everybody thinks. Old Chucky.
0: He's probably the most overrated coach in NFL history. He's a he's a rock star. You gotta he give. Is. you gotta give him that. I don't need John Gruden to be up there after week two or three or whatever the hell that was and say we need a great pass rusher. I don't. Yeah. It's like you just traded the the best pass. God. That's my thing about this whole group thing is, you know, I, I don't even mind the whole he hasn't coached in 10 years thing because Monday Night Football, he was a commentator. And he, you know, and so he he's, he watched the game every week, or you know, at least certain games.
1: But you got to be able to relate to younger players. You got to be able to relate to that demo. You got to you got to be able to re- relate to that generation. Is he relating? He I did have think, that QB camp
0: know. show on ESPN. I don't know if you ever saw, no, it. Uh, saw Gruden's it. QB camp. Yeah, he'd mm-hmm. bring in all these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, until this last year, but he he brought in like the Kaepernick's all that, and would just watch film with them and kick back. And oh yeah, when you did that, 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 and mm-hmm. the defense. So I mean. That was another thing. That's another reason I was like, "Oh, John Gruden. I mean, I didn't think and here's my thing with the with the Raiders fans in particular. You know, I don't know what they expected. I didn't expect this bad, but we're having a fire sale. So, that's all right. But I didn't expect 10 and 6 in a playoff berth. I didn't mm, I guess I kind of did. I, I just thought
1: if Carr was healthy that and he'd still had Khalil on the team, I think that I I expected I expected good things for the Raiders. Really? But I expected good things for the 49ers this year because I always do. Yeah, I always do. I I do too. I I, I, have I believe in for Jimmy G. High I hopes you know for my team. I believe in CJ. I mean, I believe in. They're all professional athletes. They're they're not bad athletes. Otherwise, no. they wouldn't be in the NFL. Yeah, that's you know. true. Love Richard Sherman. Glad he's with the team. He had a first sack in what three or four years last. That's week. so crazy to me. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: him and Crabtree just you know do you know to each other's helmets in the NFC Championship game a few years ago. Right. He's a Seahawk, and then yeah. Seahawks did him dirty, and he's like. All right, mm-hmm. I'll go to your biggest rival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and J- I like
1: despite you, really intelligent guy. Yes, Shanty he is. Sherman, Sherman. Sherman's
0: great. Yeah, he Stanford. Went to, went to Stanford. Yeah. Right, you got to be smart. Him, to go and, to Stanford. him and Andrew Luck were teammates. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, yeah. You go back to the little radio thing because no, we shifted into radio. Yeah, yeah, we uh, well, shifted into radio, well, folks. So <laughs> we'll, we'll move back into <laughs> that. We're
1: shifting to Glide, everybody.
0: You guys start at six. How early do you wake up every morning? Uh, I never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Just vampire, (laughs) you'll fit right in with tomorrow. Four fifteen, that's early. Mm. I think six is early. Yeah. Until I talk to you, and then (laughs) four fifteen. Four fifteen. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's your morning routine? You wake up and like eat breakfast, or I guess a dumb question, I guess, but uh, no, it's fine. I wake up, I go, oh my god,
1: is it that early? Am I up already? Are you kidding me? I stumble out of bed. Take a leak. What's yeah, the first I, thing a guy yeah. does? Take a leak. <laughs> it's true. Go into the kitchen, start the coffee maker, mm. drink a glass of water, sit down, try to wake up, and then pull out my pull out my smartphone. <laughs> yeah, and I go to Twitter, and I go to Facebook, and I go to news sources, and I go to email, and I want to find out what happened overnight. What is going on now? What are people are talking? What people are What are people talking about? Because at four fifteen on the uh, west coast at 7.15 and New York on the east and, coast and, and things yeah. are and things are happening and things are happening overnight and in President Trump has been tweeting in the middle of the night, eating a oh, eating a eating a fricking double cheeseburger <laughs> and, and a Diet Coke and, from McDonald's. Yeah, with, with, with a fork. Well, no, he, <laughs> but but now he's got the the cook there in the White House can cook him up at McDonald's. Burgers. Oh they, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have to send <laughs> out a, a
0: McDonald's. Well, no, they do. No, he,
1: he's, they got the recipe for him. Anyway, I want to see what he tweeted to because it's what we're going to be talking about at six o'clock. And I have um, KRCR News Channel Seven on. Mm. And I'm watching them uh, because uh, Mike's going to give me the weather if, if there's a change, and Kelly Saab's going to be talking about you know that fire that was you know this morning fire fire burning and reading at two o'clock in the morning. So I'm gathering news from all kinds of sources, and I'm you know and and we know kind of you know from the di- day before what we're going to talk about some things, but everything's so immediate, and our goal is to be immediate. Now the church of what's happening now. We're up to the second on our news reporting we're up to the second on and on, on you know pete davidson and ariana grande i mean you know we're it's, you know i i want to you know I wanna what be, do you
0: make of that situation
1: oh i don't know two 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 young people two two,
0: two mid-twenties
1: yeah i think it's sweet <laughs> that's cool i thought I, I thought it was great and, you know they were in love for a brief spell and then five months somebody got their i don't even think it was that long was it Somebody got their yeah, heart broken.
0: or maybe less, yeah.
1: Somebody got their heart broken, and, you know, they look like... I really liked it. I liked. I thought they were a really cute couple.
0: I like Pete Davidson. I, I tell my friends, he's hilarious. You know, I, I like him on SNL. That guy's been through a hell of a lot. Yes, man. he has. He's very unstable, I mean, yes. lifestyle. Dad died 9-11. He was seven years old when his dad died. At 9-11? On 9-11. He, he was a firefighter, oh, and he was... Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that yeah. that's
1: where... And he's had... He's been depressed, and he's uh, had drug, alcohol problems, I guess, yep. like so many people do. I mean, that's, yeah. that's normal stuff. So it's too. And I love Ariana Grande. She's and, very talented. Oh, my God. And when Aretha Franklin died, she did this incredible version of a natural woman that just put chills up my spine.
0: And then a pastor touched her tit, and that's the thing that got famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that Did got that really famous. Happen. That
1: was a mistake,
0: though. Wasn't it, it, it? it was a mistake. It was, yeah, but but yeah, of course, yeah. everyone ran with it because mm-hmm. that's how it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, all the way around a grande mm-hmm. was groped. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, so anyway. Hmm. Um, I, I'm thinking that uh, we've been doing this for what about an hour now. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, yes, I'd say so. Actually, yeah. 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 I got a so I got a clock in my head from uh, being on radio all these years.
0: That's know. actually because we started at 5:05. Oh, that, I didn't I... <laughs> I didn't know that. But yeah. uh,
1: uh so that's uh, impressive.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so. Uh, yeah. I'll be a... Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Oh, This, well, this my is appreci- this was
1: awesome. And I'm not trying to cut it, cut it short so yeah. much, but. Tonight is the night before Halloween, and we have to carve pumpkins. Pumpkins. I at our totally house. get it. You know, what I mean, you, y- you got a lot
0: more family stuff going on than I, I do. got. I got kids coming <laughs> over,
1: and grandkids coming over, and all that. So we're gonna, we're, we're doing pumpkins.
0: Yeah, this is awesome, Billy. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate. Hey, it. Hey, my pleasure. How did everybody like <laughs> the podcast? Was it cool or what?
1: All right, awesome. Thank you. Happy Halloween, everybody. Go Niners. <laughs>